Hello everyone and welcome to the Property Investment Blueprint Podcast. Imagine being able to earn passive income, build generational wealth whilst gaining total freedom from your business or job. That is what Property Investment Blueprint Podcast is all about. I am your host Rahim Ba. In less than five years, I was able to start my property investment journey from zero to building a multi-million pound property investment portfolio that generates passive income that allows my wife and I to quit our jobs. And now I want to show you how to do the same. I will share with you how to create wealth without creating a job. You will learn the exact same investment strategies I use to multiply my net worth to over seven figures all before the age of 30. If you want to learn all about low-risk property investing, achieve financial freedom and live the life you truly desire, this podcast is going to show you exactly how to do it. Hello and welcome to this amazing channel. If you would like to learn how to invest in property, how to become financially free and personal development, you are on the right channel. Because in this channel, this is what I share to help people to start and scale, in, not just in property, but to become financially free and to develop themselves along the way as well. If you like this video, any of my videos, hit the like button below, subscribe to my channel for more amazing video. Let's get to it. Why I struggled to become financially free in my early 20s. You see, 2013, 2014, I graduated at university. Life was absolutely amazing. The world opens to me. I was told life is going to be amazing. I've got my degree, accounting finance degree, and I'm going to get a job and I can do anything I want to do. You know, I can go on holidays. I can make lots of money when I become an accountant. The first reality hit. I got my degree. I couldn't get a job. 2013, homeless, no house, no place to go. Moving with a cousin of mine after, um, is it cross surfing they call it? When you sleep in someone else's sofa? In Bournemouth. I was told life is going to change. Life will be amazing. Life is going to be absolutely amazing once I've got my degree. Looking for jobs, applied for jobs, applied for over nearly a thousand jobs. Nothing. Yush, I didn't have anything. I even considered to change my name because I thought I'm not getting any jobs because um, of my name. But I did strategize because I realized that maybe that was the reason, okay? So I stopped looking at this part of the country where they've never heard about my name. So I started looking at the Midlands because the Midlands and the West Midlands, there are lots of Muslims there. And I was fortunate enough back then to land myself a job in, a, in, in, in an investment firm. It's one of those big investment firms. It, it was the second biggest investment firm. I was working in a room where there were 500 people sitting on a, on a floor. It looks absolutely bubbly. You know, it's one of those buildings where you can see everything that's happened on the high street and the back of the building looks really, really quiet and you've got to see these little cars packed everywhere of people that are really doing well on the kind of rat race. Start working. I thought life was going to change and I realised it was not going to change because, you know, if you work for these corporation firms, we've got this that we call last Friday of, of, of the month. Last Friday of the month, if you work for corporation, this is when everybody goes out clubbing, you know, go to the bars, drink, drink, have fun, okay? But I, I soon got to realise that the people in the corporate world are people that really live lavish life and they spend a lot on the last Friday and... Uh, spend lots of money and then we got back on Monday, they're all broke. They're all back to where they were, okay? 
Some even started to borrow money because they've spent all their money over the weekend. Then I start looking at myself. I said, wow. So if I stay here, this could be kind of my lifestyle, basically. And I start looking into myself because at that time, I have 11 pairs of trainers because I started working. If I go to the gym, I wear exactly the same outfit. I go to clubs, restaurant, you know, I want to know when next football match on. I want to go and uh, Sp just spending money basically, right? And I was with these people, all they talk about was when is the next football match? When is the next club? When is the next party? When, no, it's all about life and life and spending money. But really what, what triggers me is when I see, you know, when you work for these big corporations like investment banks, you've got, they, the way they do their positions is like you have your analyst, you have your senior analyst, you have your associate, and then they've got VP and president. That's the way they form their role. On a, on a Monday, we sat in our, in our office. I turn around, I realize my VP was asking an associate to borrow their money to pass the week because they spent all the money with them um, over, over the weekend. And I looked at myself at that point. I said to myself, what is my goal? What is my plan? I didn't have any. I did not have any single plan because I was told when you finish uni, you go work, you're making lots of money, life becomes amazing. So I thought that's how life is going to be. And when I got the head, he got my salary, I realized, oh, this is not even enough. And then I said, no, now if you've got your masters or your ACCAs or, or your chartered accountancy, then you earn more money. I said, okay, if that's the case, they said you only need to do about six or seven papers. I said, okay, I'll do that. If that's going to get me to earn a lot, lot more money, I, I, I could do that. But I was doing it, not because I really love it. I was doing it only because I thought I'm gonna make lots of money out of it, okay? Started doing it, right? Started paying for it. And again, I spoke to one of my associates. I asked him, what degree do you have? He was like, oh, I've got masters, and I am a SEMA qualified. If you don't know what SEMA qualification is, it's like you are a chartered management accountant. Okay, that means you, you are literally a professional accountant, okay? I asked him about his salary and said if he, if he, if he minds sharing that with me. And he goes like, yeah, I'm on about maybe 35 to 40K. I said, okay. I said, how long since you've been a, a, a chartered accountant? He goes like, oh, I've been chartered accountant for, for about three, four years. I said, oh, I get that. I said, is that all you get? He, 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 he said, yes. I said, okay. Then I realized at that point, getting me that qualification to become a chartered accountant, it's not really gonna get me to financial freedom. Then I start thinking ab about my goal, right? I start thinking, what do I wanna achieve in life, okay? I didn't have any clear financial goals or plans. Believe in me, I was an accountant at the same time, okay? And then I looked around me. All the people that are around me did not have a financial goal. They've got no plan to achieve anything. Basically, it's work five days a week, the weekend, you, you blow it all off, okay? Or talking about the next expensive holiday to go to because you are thinking you're earning a lot at that point. Most of them are living with their parents at that time, actually. So that's the reason why they felt like they're making a lot of money, okay? Or some of them are living with their partners. Obviously, they're going on a 
50-50 share uh, managing the properties or living together. But they didn't have any financial goals. They didn't have any plans. And these people are very, very educated people. Very educated people. They know what they're doing. They know their stuff. Because when I need help, I go to them to help me execute my daily task at work. But they've got no financial goals. And the worst of it, they're accountants, finance people. And I said to myself, I start thinking what we call outside of the box. I said, I don't want to be like these people in my next five years. Right? So what I did then basically is to sit down, look at my financial goals, which is what I'm going to ask you to do. Here's the thing. Once you write your financial goals or your goals and plans on how to achieve these goals, two things happen. One, you're going to stop surrounding yourself with the people that spend lots of money. You will stop literally surrounding yourself with people that are asking you to go out. And the second thing that, you, that would happen to you is you become parsimonious. What do I mean by parsimonious? you become, you start learning the value of money. You start understanding what money means to you or to the people around you and what alternative you could do with that money because you then know money is a tool, it's a certificate that allows you to do some certain things. But if, it, if it's not used in a correct way, it, it will go away because money likes people that loves it. Money likes people that can manage it. So I set my financial goals as a result and I draw a roadmap to take me from where I was at that point to where I wanted to go. And a separate day automatically segregated me from these people because we're not seeing the same place anymore. We're not talking the same language anymore. And what I've also realized at that point, 95% of them were living way, way beyond their means. And they're accumulating debts left, right and center. What do I mean by that? One, they're spending all their money drinking going out okay and they've got car leases to pay for very expensive car car leases right and they've got their mortgages to pay some of them and they were living paycheck to paycheck paycheck to paycheck paycheck to paycheck so they're literally on that rat race that's how i started to realize what rat race was because i did not know what that was so they get hooked in that job because they have to work in order to survive and I looked at myself at that point, living in an abandoned house, no toilet, no nothing, no heating. I said to myself, I'm poor right now, not making any money, right? And I'm living in an abandoned house. I think at that point was the best time for me to do whatever I wanted to do because I've got nothing to lose. I'm already not in a better situation anyways. But I start thinking then, goals, achieving your goals. I said, right now, I haven't got all this stuff. If I don't start planning my life right now, I've got my house. I got my car lease to pay. I start making family. Guess what? I get hooked like how these people hook. Because some of these people are hooked already. They've got no alternative. Because they think if they quit their job, that's it, it's done for them. So no matter what the employers did to them, they're stuck in the job. Because they've got so much expensive, they cannot move away. And then they go stuck. They cannot move away. They cannot increase their salary. Then they end up taking debts, credit card debts, personal debts, getting their mortgage debt. So they keep going round in circles, round in circles, never able to pay their debt. The debt keep accumulating, never get that pay, pay increase or never get that job that they want to get and end up going on and on. And then at that point, I said, I don't want to be that person. I might not be living in a house right now, but by the time I start living in, in, in a house, I should have started investing. So that was my next thing. So what I did basically is continue living below my means and do not accumulate any bad debt. That's the number thing. second thing I did to be work on my financial independence. And the third thing I did, which lots of them do not do, was lack of consistency and saving and investment habit. They didn't have that. They're not consistent in their savings because they're dipping in out of debt. 
and they don't invest because they rely on their salary and they don't want to take the risk. So I start doing the opposite. I start becoming consistent. I start putting some of my money aside. Okay? I wasn't living rich. I was living a very, very poor life. But I did not go say, let me go and get the most expensive flat in Birmingham back then because it was in Birmingham. Right? I stuck to where I was because one, I wasn't earning a lot. Secondly, I don't want to increase my expense. I stuck to it. Start saving this money. Okay? Start saving the money. Start saving those money. Start saving those money. But, but the mistake I was doing at that point was investing in something that I don't know. I was investing in, started, I start looking at Forex, for example, trading stocks online. But it, it wasn't working for me. But, but the beauty of doing that was, I was learning that I need to invest in order to make money. But I was just doing it the wrong way around. Okay? I wasn't learning what to do. I was a good saver. But I wasn't a good investor back then, okay? But I kept saving. And the fourth thing that they were doing was ignoring opportunity for additional income stream. We will go to the pub last Friday of the month. We will meet um, uh, business people, entrepreneurial-minded people, talking about opportunities. Back then, none of them tend to be interested. As soon as you start talking about opportunities, or businesses, they say your composition is boring. They move on to the one that's talking bullshit, <laughs> okay? And then I'm looking at these people because I saw them. Some of them are my mentee, mentors, because when you go to an investment bank, you get your mentor, you got someone to guide you and all that sort of thing, right? But whenever someone is entrepreneurial, bumped into these people, they walk away from these people because they don't want to hear about the opportunities because all this is risk. And I start listening to these people. I start learning from these entrepreneurs because I don't drink, for a fact, I don't drink. So I'm the most sober person there, right? So I try to pretend like I'm drunk, but I'm not, okay? Because I've never drank alcohol my entire life. So what I did was basically is to start hanging around with these sort of people, talking about cryptos, talking about stock and shares, talking about sort of thing. So I start mimicking what they're doing, trying to learn. But what I was also doing, which was really, really long, wrong, following the people that are already doing it, is failing to educate myself on personal finance and investment strategies. I had in my head, like what they had, I've got my degree, I'm in the process of doing, become a chartered accountant, why the heck do, should I pay someone to teach me how to invest? And by the way, I did an investment module at university as well, so why should I pay someone? Then I become ignorant, I became arrogant, I became stupid. I start thinking I, I am the smartest. That was the time I hit a plateau. I, I couldn't start. Then I went around and said, whoa, stock and shares doesn't work. This doesn't work, it's all gambling. It was indeed gambling. But I spoke to an individual, told me that look, you just started in your career, you just finished university. I know you think you learn a lot. I know you think you're already educated but advise you to look at your personal development. Not what the company gives you as a personal development to get you tie in on the rat race. Have you thought about investing personally? I said, oh yeah, I'm trying crypto, I'm trying stock and shares, Forex, this is not working, it's all gambling. He, he, he left me with, with one thing. He said to me, whatever you intend to do when it comes to investment or personal development, get someone who's already done what you want to do to guide you through the process. That's all he said to me. I thought, oh, this guy is drunk. <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to this donor. He's drunk. Why is he telling me this? I did investment much at my university degree. So why should I go and pay someone else to teach me investment? But believe in me or not, when I went back home, Saturday morning, I thought through what he told me. And I started looking at people. 
start thinking about people. I said, okay, let's have a look. The successful people, do they have mentors? Do they have coaches? Do they have people that really, really coach them? Then I soon realized, yes, it is absolutely true. I realized Bill Gates was mentored by Warren Buffett. And Warren Buffett was mentored by Graham. I can't remember the exact name. And I looked around myself. I saw all these successful people somehow have been mentored or coached by someone else. Then I saw, oh, okay. The other thing that, that really, really brings it home is when I start looking at businesses. I soon realized businesses copy each other. And I've been told at university or college, I'm not allowed to copy anybody, right? If you copy, you've got plagiarism and all that sort of thing. You literally, you get downgraded or get, get expelled from, from university. But in real life, that was in the case, right? I looked at the emails first. When it comes to email, we have Hotmail, we have Yahoo, we have, we have Gmail, we have so many emails doing exactly the same thing. And I still realize, okay, that's another point. Then I start looking at the online platform. You have Amazon, you have eBay, they do exactly the same thing. That's copy, right? Copy, make yours a little better, and then you move on. And I start looking at supermarkets around me, right? You've got Lidl, you've got Aldi, you've got Tesco's, you've got Sainsbury's, you've got Morrison. They sell exactly the same product. And some of them even have the same exact opening times. They must be copying someone. They must be copying each other. That's why they're growing. So since that day onwards, I make it my duty, my responsibility, and an obligation to become financially independent. Financially independent. That was my target. I did not get it straight away. People think I was deluded. I'm crazy. It went really, really tough. Little by little, I realized property was my calling. I started investing in properties from no money, from zero pound. Got my first house, second house, third house, fourth house. And then it started tripling, doubling, dribbling, tenexing it. And then moved on to an estate agency, sourcing business, renovation business, development companies, and the rest is history. But it begins from me noticing what was around me and setting my goals and taking a plan of action to achieve it. It's not by dreaming about it alone, it's about taking an action. And I knew at the out outset it wasn't gonna be easy. So I prepared myself for it. I procrastinated for about three, four years. Three years I procrastinated about it after uni. But now I'm sharing this, this story with you. Not because I want to show off, in essence. I just want you not to be doing the same mistake I did. If you've got your goal, You've got your plan to achieve those goals. Go out and execute it, regardless what anybody else said. Believe yourself when nobody else believes in you. Guess what? That's what takes you to the promise line. Because I was thinking, oh, thinking all the worst case scenarios, this is gonna happen, I was telling I'm gonna be an accountant, when I become a chartered accountant, I'll do what X, Y, Z, right? Procrastinated about it for three years. But some people are saying, I'm lucky, I only did it for three years, some people, only realize that in their mid-60s, but they're still now doing something about it. But now you may be watching this, maybe you're 20, 25, maybe 30, or maybe even 35 years old, or 40 years old for that matter, right? If you're watching this video until now, there's a reason why you're watching it. This happens because somehow your God or whatever forces that, that you believe in wants you to make that pivotal change. This might be an epiphany moment. This might be the moment where you could say, you know what? I need to take my financial situation in, into my own hand. That way, I will not become just financially free, I will develop myself and help generations to come. I recommend one thing to you. If you ever want 
tomorrow to be better than today and make money work for you, you have to start by creating a goal, a smart goal, gigantic goal, and draw a roadmap to take you to your destination. I really hope this video has been helpful. If this video has been helpful, hit the like button below, subscribe to my channel for more amazing videos. I look forward to sharing the next video. God bless you. That's all for today. And thanks to our guests for sharing their property investment journey with us. It has been a truly inspirational story to me. And I hope it has been an inspiration to you too, to take the leap of faith to start or scale your property investment adventure. In the meantime, if you would like to share your investment journey, I have made it really easy. Just go to rahimba.com forward slash guest. Fill out a short questionnaire to sign up and we will get in touch. Whilst you're there, sign up for my monthly newsletter to get your property investment news and updates or connect with me in Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Rahimba and TikTok, Rahimba 101. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to smash the like button and leave me a review wherever you're listening or watching from. I shall see you next time.